Welcome back to another episode of the Learn to Swing Trade the Stock Market. I am your host, Brian Montez, co-founder of the Discipline Trader Academy. All right, so as we continue to uh, make sure that each podcast builds on each other to help brand new traders uh, understand how the stock market works and how they can get started building their trading business, uh, the topic we want to cover today is how to choose a brokerage account. Right. There's so many options out there that could be overwhelming for a brand new, uh, brand new trader or investor to make a decision on where they should open their brokerage account. And the reality is, over time, you may end up with multiple brokerage accounts. You you may find that one brokerage account is better for having your long-term investments versus another brokerage account being better for swing trading. Um, so there, there's definitely different options and different. Uh, pros and cons for each type of brokerage account out there. So over time, you'll have to do your research and figure out figure out what works best for you. But you know, when it comes to the world entering the world of investing and trading, you often are faced with that multitude of questions of how do I choose a brokerage account? What broker should I use? How do I find a broker? Right? These are common questions that are asked by individuals that are just starting their investment or trading journey. So let's take some time today to discuss these questions, and I'll give you some insights on how to choose a brokerage account and find the right broker for you. And again, this has to be your decision, right? Nobody can tell you what the right broker is for you. This has to be your decision. Um, and ultimately, I will not be making any recommendations about a brokerage account. Um, I'm just going to give you some questions to ask and things to think about, and then ultimately, you will have to make that decision. So understanding the importance of choosing a brokerage account um, is critical because, after all, the efficiency of your trades, the data you get, the charts you see, um, is all going to be dependent on the quality of the brokerage account that you that you at, that you open up, right? Because that brokerage account it's your gateway to the financial markets, and it's going to be what gets you to the the markets to be able to trade. So let's first start by answering the question of what is a brokerage account. So a brokerage account is a specialized financial account that allows individuals to buy and sell various financial securities, such as stocks, bonds, mutual funds, and ETFs through a brokerage firm. Now, a lot of the brokerage firms now will also allow you to trade crypto. Not all of them, uh, but some of them have added on the ability to trade Bitcoin and a few of the other more common, common cryptos. So if crypto is of interest to you, that's uh, something you'll want to add to your checklist. But the brokerage account is going to serve as a platform for you as the trader or investor to access the financial markets and be able to execute your investment or your trading decisions. So when it comes to finding a broker and choosing the best brokerage account, you got to consider a couple of key factors. First and foremost, you want to make sure you're working with a reputable broker brokerage firm that has been around for a while. Now, what's happened over the past few years is a lot of the big brokerage firms have bought some of the smaller ones. Or not, maybe not smaller, but that's probably not the right term. But they've bought a lot of the um, brokerage platforms that were built for day traders and swing traders. So a lot of the legacy um, investment brokers, such as um, E-Trade and Fidelity, they have gone and purchased other brokerage platforms, such as Thinkorswim, uh, Options Monster. So there's been a lot of consolidation in the industry over the past five to 10 years. And the reason being is because with the with the increase in swing trading and with the increase in day trading and scalping, uh, it's a whole new market for them to tap into. And quite frankly, a lot of those platforms were built far better than the legacy platforms. Um, and I think those brokerage firms, those legacy broker legacy brokerage firms realize that. 
But at the, at the end of the day, that the best brokerage account for beginners needs to have a user-friendly interface, right? It needs to be easy for you to use. It needs to provide you with some educational resources, and it needs to give you a wide range of, of opportunities in terms of how you make those investments. Now, when you're just learning how to swing trade the stock market, again, I don't recommend options trading. Um, and if you do want to be an options trader right away, you will have to request that access with the broker, right? You'll have to fill out paperwork and they'll have to, they'll have to grant you options access. So there's different levels of access that you will get. And so you'll, as you look at a different, as you look at different brokerage platforms, you'll want to see what level of accesses can I trade? Can I buy stock? Can I sell stock? Can I short stock? Can I buy options? Can I sell options? Can I do more advanced strategies such as credit? Uh, credit spreads and iron condors and, and all of the other advanced strategies that are out there. So you'll want to take a look at what's available to you. But in the beginning, you just need to be able to make sure that you can, at a minimum, buy stock and be able to swing trade it if that's what you're going to do. So, you know, again, the best trading platform needs to be intuitive, needs to be easy for you to navigate. It needs to have real-time market data it should have customizable charts and, of course, order placement capabilities, right? It, it should empower you as a beginner to make informed investment decisions because you can you can utilize their charting to do your technical analysis and all of that. Now, of course, as you know, I also recommend using TradingView, uh, which TradingView is a charting platform. Uh, that's the one that I personally use. TradingView is one of the, one of the better ones out there, in my opinion. Um, so I don't chart in my broker brokerage platform. I chart on TradingView. And again, I'll put the link to TradingView in the uh, show notes for you. But regardless, you'll want to make sure that your, your brokerage firm that you are choosing has that capability. All right. So in terms of what else you need to be thinking about, the next thing we're going to discuss is how you choose that brokerage account, right? Because choosing the right brokerage account is crucial for you as a beginner. And there are a lot of options out there on the market for you. So first, in order to do that, step one is you have to understand your investment or your trading goals, right? So before selecting a brokerage account, it is essential for you to have a clear understanding of what are your goals. Am I a long-term value investor? Am I a swing trader? Am I going to try and day trade, right? And again, the Discipline Trader Academy, our focus is swing trading the stock market. So we're not coaching on long-term investing we're not coaching on day trading and scalping. We are simply focused on swing trading the stock market. So you have to decide what is your what is your goal. If you if your goal is to learn how to swing trade the stock market, then you need to find a brokerage platform that is suitable for that. And, and a lot of them are. But identifying your objectives is going to help you determine the type of brokerage account that is going to best suit your needs. So, for example, if you just plan on being a passive investor focused on long term growth then a brokerage account that has access to a wide range of diversified investment options might be the best for you versus if you're a short-term swing trade investor, you know, having a, an online brokerage account with low trend trading fees or no trading fees might be the better, better path for you as well. Now, keep in mind, just because there are no trading fees doesn't mean that there aren't costs included. Um, those brokerage firms make up their money in the in you know between the bid and the ask. So don't get enamored by the fact that it's free, such as Robinhood or Webull. Um, you know, so make sure you still do your due diligence about what your fill orders will look like. But step number two is to evaluate account features and the fees. Right. So when choosing a brokerage account, 
Carefully evaluate the features and fees that will be associated with every option of your potential trading plan. Consider account minimums that are required, right? Some accounts may require you to have 10,000 in it. Uh, some accounts may allow you to open it with as little as 100. So know what the account minimums are, know what the commission charges are, know if there's any maintenance fees and any other additional costs for specific account features or services. So it's very important to balance the fees with the value and benefits that that brokerage account is going to give you. You know, luckily for us, long gone are the days where, you know, the fees were five, 10, 15, 20 dollars a transaction. Right? It would be uh, it was very tough in those early days trading with those large, large transaction fees because you would get in, you would have the transaction fees. So, you know, in order for you to get profitable, you had to had to move along at a good clip to just cover your commission, your commission fees to get into the trade. So that is the one nice thing about trading in today's current environment is that uh, we trade for almost, you know, quote free or for very low fees uh, in terms of option contracts. All right. Step number three, consider customer support and resources, right? Good customer support support and good educational resources are going to be extremely valuable to you, especially as a beginning trader, right? Look for brokerage accounts that provide responsive customer support, you know, you look, make sure they have multiple channels, right? Phone, email, live chat, because things will happen where you're going to need to reach out to that broker and, and ask a question, or you're going to need to find out why a transaction wasn't filled, or you may need help moving money from one account to another. So you are going to want to make sure that they have great customer support. And again, check to see if the broker offers educational materials, right? Tutorials, webinars, things to help you not only learn how to use their brokerage platform, but things, educational pieces that will teach you uh, more about the market and more about trading. Step number four, assess the security and account protection. I mean, security is of paramount importance when you select a brokerage account. And, you know, make sure your broker that you choose, you know, has the highest standards when it comes to security. Because keep in mind, they're safeguarding your money. Your money is going into that, into, uh, into that uh, portfolio, right? So you really need to make sure that the brokerage is a member of a regulatory organization, and then they offer account protection through measures like the Security Investor Protection Corporation, SIPC, right? So you want to make sure your broker is registered and is working as an SIPC firm. Step number five, compare your trading tools to, and compare the platforms themselves, right? The brokerage accounts, trading tools, and platforms can significantly impact your investing experience. Again, evaluating the user interface, the ease of navigation, the availability of real-time market data, the charting tools, right? The ability to compare different industry sectors against each other, what the order types are available to you, and of course, check your mobile accessibility. You want to make sure that whatever brokerage platform you go with is has a mobile, a strong mobile app that you can quickly jump into the mobile app, navigate it, and do what you need to do. So a user-friendly and feature-rich trading platform it will make it much easier for you to execute trades and monitor your trading strategy. Step six, review uh, user reviews and ratings, right? It's best to see what, what do other people think about particular platforms. So to gain insights into the experiences of other traders, read user reviews, read the ratings, Look, do your due diligence about other people's experience, right? Pay attention to the feedback regarding the platform's reliability, quality of their customer service, the execution speed, and overall user satisfaction. When we say execution speed, we that is what they are referring to as uh, order fill, right? How quickly does that order get filled at the price that you set it at? So because there can be creep when it comes to order fill. 
So now while reviews should not be the only factor in determining it, they certainly can give you a valuable perspective on, on making an informed decision. All right, step seven, open and fund your account. So once you've done your due diligence and you've made a decision, open and fund your account. And keep in mind, just because you open an account somewhere doesn't mean you have to keep it open permanently. If you end up not liking the account and it doesn't have the features or the benefits that you really want, well, then you can move on. So, um, but open that account, get it funded, make sure it also has a paper trading capability so that you can also uh, work on your work on your skills and your education through paper trading. But go ahead and get that account open and get it get it funded. So that is step seven. And then step eight is you manage and monitor your trades, right? Start using the platform, start learning it. And I always recommend that you um, start with some, a few paper trades because that's how you're going to learn how to use the platform. You don't want to put real money into trades until you know how to use the platform itself because you have to be able to utilize the platform like it's second nature so that when you are uh, exiting a trade, maybe during the middle of a trading day while the market's open and in the heat of the battle, as I like to call it, um, you don't want to be fumbling around with, okay, how do I do this in here and how do I do that? Okay, utilizing the platform needs to be second nature to you so that you can move seamlessly throughout the platform, especially if you are trying to do something uh, during the heat of battle. All right. So last but not least, we'll talk about a few questions that you will want to ask yourself as you do your due diligence. So question number one, is the platform interface clean and visually appealing? If you look at a platform and the answer is yes, great. You can continue vetting that platform. If you look at the platform and go, my gosh, I don't think I could figure out how to use this. And if it's not visually appealing to you, then you probably need to move on. Is the navigation intuitive and easy to understand? Again, if you look at it and you can easily figure out how to navigate the platform, how to place your orders, how to put your stop orders in and do everything you need to do, then you can probably keep that brokerage platform on your, on your list. If it's not, probably need to move it off your list. Are the essential features and tools easily accessible? Again, this ties into navigation and, you know, is, is it user-friendly, right? Are you able to find the charting features? Are you able to look at the real-time data? How easy is it for you to find on the platform? And that takes us to the next question is, does the platform offer a wide range of investment options, right? Can I buy my stocks on there? Can I buy bonds if I wanted to? Can I buy ETFs, right? A lot of times we like to, to trade the Qs or we'll trade SPY or VOO, right? There's so many great ETFs out there that we can trade, uh, you know, instead of or alongside stocks. So you need to find out if uh, ETFs are available. And again, if crypto ends up being your thing, there are some platforms that do now uh, trade a little bit of crypto. I know Robinhood being one of them. I personally don't recommend Robinhood, uh, but ultimately you have to make that decision for yourself. Next question you want to ask yourself as part of your due diligence is, can I easily place different types of orders, market, limit, stop loss, et cetera, right? The ability to place different types of orders is essential for executing trades. So you have to make sure that your broker and that platform has the different types of orders that you need, because if it doesn't, then it's not going to work for you. Next thing you want to look at is our trade executions fast and accurate. And again, this will be hard for you to determine until you're actually using the platform, but this is one of the questions you can, you can do due diligence on uh, as you look at customer reviews and maybe talk to a few other people that have used the platform is try and find out what has their experience been when it comes to trade executions? You know, are they quick? Are they accurate? Are they filled at my, my limit? Right. Or is there, is there creep, uh, is there creep in my, 
in my buy price. So um, that's something you definitely want to look at as part of your due diligence. Next question you want to ask yourself as your checklist is, does the does the platform provide real-time market data and quotes, right? In order for you to make good decisions, having real-time market data is critical. You need to be able to see Apple or the SPY or the Qs or whatever in real time. And I don't know too many brokerage platforms that don't offer that. Um, you know, I, I do know there's some that depending on, you know, the level you're at, real-time data is an extra fee. So, you know, find out if real-time data is included or if real-time data is an extra monthly fee. So those are all questions you're going to have to ask. Next question that you want to ask in your due diligence is, are there comprehensive charting tools and technical analysis indicators? And if so, what do those look like? Again, I also recommend utilizing the the trading or the charting platform called TradeView. Um, but you still want to make sure that your that your trading platform has charting in it because occasionally you will certainly be looking at a, a chart inside your platform. Next question you want to make sure you ask is, is there a mobile app available and is it user-friendly? Okay, every brokerage platform should have a mobile app so that you can do things on the fly if you need to. And of course, along with that, the question you have to ask is, does the mobile app provide all the necessary features and functionality that you need? In other words, you should be able to trade on the mobile app the same way you trade on your desktop. There should not be any difference in experience. If there is, there's a problem. And last but not least, what fees and commissions are associated with trades and account maintenance? So find out how much will it cost me to buy a stock? How much will it cost me to trade options? understand all those fees up front because you have to include that into your trade plan, right? Fees come out of your pocket and those need to be included in your, in your trade plan. Okay. So there are more questions that you absolutely need to ask. Um, we're at seven, almost 18 minutes. I do want to try and keep these podcasts under 20. So I'll run through these 20 minutes. Um, but I'll run through these last few with you just to make sure that they're on your list. Again, does the platform offer educational resources, right? both to learn how to use the platform as well as educational resources about trading and investing, right? Look into their customer support. The question you should ask yourself is, is customer support easily accessible and are they responsive? Just like any anything else, you want to make sure you have good support and also ask the question, can I reach customer support through various channels? Can I only email them? Can I call them? Is there live chat, right? A customer, a brokerage platform that allows for omni-channel communication is probably going to be much easier to work with. And the last, last but not least, um, does the platform provide advanced order types such as trailing stops or conditional orders? So if you listen to last week's podcast, I did touch on things like conditional orders and trailing stops. And so you'll want to find out if the platform that you're going to utilize offers some of those advanced, uh, advanced order types. So, because as you progress in your trading, you may find that you may find that you want to use some of that. So, all right. Well, hopefully that gives you some insight on the, the questions that you need to be asking and the due diligence that you need to do in order to make a decision about what brokerage firm to use. Again, the decision ultimately has to be up to you. If you have questions on choosing a brokerage firm, please don't hesitate to reach out. You can email me at brian.montez at iCloud.com and I'll be happy to answer any questions. Again, I don't make any brokerage recommendations. Um, I mean, I you know, I, there's ones I think that are better than others. 
um, but I certainly don't have any type of affiliation with any one broker or another. So I hope you've gotten good information out of this particular episode. Yeah, if you have, I would love if you would like and subscribe to the podcast, give us a five-star review. Uh, we do take all the feedback very seriously. And if you think there's somebody out there that would benefit from this podcast, do them a favor and grab a link to the show, text it over to them and say, hey, I know you're just uh, you're getting interested in the stock market. This might be a great podcast for you to listen to. And last but not least, a shameless plug, uh, if you are looking for coaching, education, and uh, some insight to learning how to swing trade the stock market, we do have the Discipline Trader Academy. It's a community, right? So this community is designed to give you um, coaching, support. We put out a watch list uh, almost every single day of stocks that we're watching, usually anywhere from three to five. Uh, we put out market, uh, we, we put out commentary on the market. And we also will occasionally, when a swing trade-up setup hits the criteria, we will post that to the group so that they can take advantage of that opportunity if they choose to do so. Um, and of course, we have the, the educational aspect as well, right? We work on teaching reward versus risk. We coach on how to uh, do the proper technical analysis and charting and you know how to build, build yourself a, a trading plan so that you can over time learn how to become successful and consistent in the stock market with your swing trading. So if you're interested in the Discipline Trader Academy, the link to, uh, link to that will be in the show notes as well. Last but not least, we do have a free Facebook group. So if you're looking to put your toe in the water but not yet get started, join our free Facebook group, uh, Swing Trading the Stock Market. And I will also put a link to that in the show notes as well. So hope you enjoyed this podcast and stay focused so that you live to trade another day, live to trade another week, and live to trade another year. And we will see you next week. <laughs>